everyone, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. We're two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. Woo! I was going to do birthday. Get Your Hands Up again, um, but it was a repeat. You did that last time. <laughs> it is my birthday. I have spent 29 years on the planet we call Earth. Yay! Yeah, not bad. Did you have a good pre-birthday? Yes. As in yesterday? It was nice. Um, basically, we had... I I asked my boyfriend's mom to make me enchiladas, but they're like, I guess the... I don't want to say the non-Tex-Mex enchiladas. Like, they're just... she. I don't know if this is more authentic or traditional or just the way she does it, but she mm-hmm. uses, like, the crumbly cheese, like queso fresco, mm-hmm. in there, and she, like pre-fries the tortillas in, oh, uh-huh. like, the runny salsa. Mm-hmm, hmm I don't know. They're super good. Cool. And then she, like, makes a potatoes and carrots mm. thing. Yeah. yeah, and then we went to a fruteria, got some snacks, and played loteria. So it's a very Mexican <laughs> birthday. <laughs> I mean, you do live in San Antonio, so. This is true. Um, Even though I myself am not uh, Mexican, I do (laughs) appreciate all of their culinary (laughs) offerings. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I am kind of excited to do a little maybe post-photo shoot birthday hang Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with y'all. Yes, this coming weekend. Yes, some Very exciting. Some treats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Vince and Alejandra, and I was saying, like, well, Vincent suggested meeting up at noon. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, cool. I think everyone's fine with that. I'll double check. And I was like, so we'll do shoot and then pizza, which, honestly, I'm most excited about. Yeah. <laughs> he just laughed. He's like, me too. <laughs> we got to do it early so we have enough time for the pizza afterwards. Exactly. Yes. Get ourselves good and hungry. Mm-hmm. And, guys, we're only doing this because all of us, all six of us, are fully vaccinated. Yes. We're not, like, being little shitheads. Exactly. Hanging out all willy-nilly. <laughs> 100%. Yes, um, we are following CDC guidelines. Mm-hmm. And we suggest you do too, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, did you see, I don't know, you're not really on Twitter that much, right? I'm not, no. Okay, well, there was this guy, oh, I, as I'm talking, I just forgot his name. <laughs> but he was like, basically, he would tweet out, like, whenever new states released, um, co- like, vaccine appointments. Uh-huh. And everyone was like, the guy got vaccinated. Like, everyone was really happy for him. And then um, a bunch of Asian people were like, I love that he's a hot Asian. <laughs> um, it's great. mostly, like, the I follow, like, three gay Asian men on Twitter, and they were, like, super thirsty. He's so good-looking. <laughs> yes. He's so good-looking and vaccinated. Yes, and he's, like, doing the Lord's work, tweeting out. Mm-hmm vaccine Definitely. appointments um that shit's hard it's oh, hard yeah. to figure that out <sighs> so anyway yes my birthday was fun um i'm highly excited to 
spend birthday time with you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm. I feel like this. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I feel like this is going to be a good year for me. And then Alex is like, you say that every birthday. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just trying to be optimistic, okay? Um, but yeah, I really every do feel like... Every year can be a great year. Yeah, I really do feel like, you know, maybe this year I really become, like, full Caitlin. Become self-actualized or something. We'll see. I'll send you all of the good vibes to make that happen. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. No problem. Okay, well, if you want to talk to us on the internet about birthdays or COVID vaccines or whatever, Love Struck in the City. Oh, I guess we should say why we're here for Love Struck (laughs) in the City. (laughs) If this is your first time joining us. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Weird. I know. Go back a couple episodes. (laughs) Just a few. Uh, We have Mm -hmm. a lot of really great episodes covering... The Uncanny Counter, one of our faves. Love that show. You could go all the way back to Descendants of the Sun. Might be a little Mm -hmm. awkward, but hey, Mm -hmm. that's where we started. I'm not listening to it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But y'all can. Yeah. Um, You know, we did a lot of fun ones. So, but yes, welcome. Please rate and review our podcast. Um, Yeah, and if you want to talk to us on the internet... We're on Twitter at OKDramaPod and Instagram, OKDramaPodcast. And, oh, yeah, I mean, I guess by this point, like, keep an eye out for polls. Um, mm-hmm. Jill and I, coming soon. Yeah, Jill and I at the beginning of this were like, well, not Jill. I was just like, let's just do Reply 1988. And, I mean, I don't know. Guys, let us know if we should just do that or if we should have a poll. I mean... And also, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the series has 17 episodes. Mm-hmm. So we can do 15, 16, 17. Yes. Together, I assume. Yes, that's what I was planning on. Okay, cool. Especially since these are shorties. Yes. It's easier to do three together. For sure. Um, and what else? We're also on the internet on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the month of April... We are finishing up Kim's Convenience, and then Jill and Andrew are starting their little sweet home journey. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. Again, I said this before, it's not a really sweet home. I kind of figured with that. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to deceive everyone. It's not like... It's actually, it's actually quite terrible. <laughs> Good show. Terrible home. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Lots of blood. Oh, wow. Those Koreans love their fake blood, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I ain't mad at it most of the time. But. <laughs> I did laugh because, I don't think I mentioned this in the episode with Andrew, but in episode three or four, four I think, uh, this girl is getting strangled by like a spider tentacle type thing, it, a monster spider tentacle, I can't even describe it, <laughs> and it's like wrapped around her neck, but the part that's wrapped around her neck was blurred out. <laughs> <laughs> and I just found that to be so funny. The rest of the tentacle was not blurred, but just like right around her neck, it was blurred. They don't want to show you her actually being strangled. Yeah, yeah I guess not. <laughs> uh, so funny. Um, so yeah, Patreon's a fun place to be, and we have an Etsy. Uh, 
where we have pins. Oh, I shipped out two things today. I saw. Etsy. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. One from like the UK, I think. Love That's a exciting. UK. We need to find a name for our listeners. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say honey, but like I can't That's steal taken. What- yeah. <laughs> That's taken by Jackie J. Yes. Uh... Uh, if you have an idea of what y'all want to be called, let us know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'll ask Andrew because he's got a way with words. Yes. He's great at coming up with phrases. Yeah. Um, yeah, our lovely listener from the UK. Or maybe just someone who found us on Etsy. In any mm-hmm. case, I hope you listen to the podcast. Yes. Hope they find us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess that's it. Oh, a Tabak yeah. Box, Fashion Shingu. Um, did I tell the story last podcast? You did. Okay. Did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so funny. So good. Okay. <laughs> so, all the fun places on the internet, but I'm very excited to talk about these episodes. I, again, mm-hmm. have some hot takes on some hot people, <laughs> and are you ready? Are you excited? Yes. How are yes. you feeling? Am I feeling or how am I feeling? How are you feeling? How am I feeling? That's what I thought you meant. I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> am I feeling? Um... <laughs> I haven't felt in a very long time. <laughs> um, Got a crusty I'm, heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Andrew was asking today if I'm liking this drama, and I told him what I told you last week, where, like, I'm interested in the sense of I want to know the tea, mm-hmm. and I want to know, like, the drama mm-hmm. of what's, what happened between these people. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like, as exciting as, like, an Uncanny Counter episode or something. Yeah, it's definitely... I think... I think just going from Uncanny Counter that was so crazy and so, like, action-packed and funny uh-huh. and just all the characters are so lovely mm-hmm. to going to this is just polar opposites. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But it, it's, like, a real range because we went from, like, School Nurse Files to the Uncanny <laughs> Counter to this, and it's, like, um, it is kind of a weird <laughs> mix. School but. Nurse Files. Oh, wow. That was a weird one. That was a weird one. <laughs> Um, a weird shorty. It was. But yeah, I agree. I feel, again, like it's a good show to just put on and be mm-hmm. like, ooh, what's happening? But like, I don't think about it <laughs> a Yeah, lot. like in the moment I find myself, myself saying like, oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah. What's going to happen next? Or how did these two know each other? What's happening here? Whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, I'm just like, oh yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a solid, good drama. Not mm-hmm. like, oh my god, you have to watch this, but like, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. fun. These people are crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And pretty. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> crazy. Okay. Do you want to start, or should I? Um, I'm gonna let you start, so hopefully, once you're done, the music outside will be over. <laughs> okay. Oh my we shall god. see. <laughs> oh my god, we were talking about, like... People who do front yard parties. I don't know if that's what's happening, but, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. You know how some people do, like, front yard parties? hmm And we have someone in our neighborhood who they always do, They like, even during COVID, guys, I'm full on judging these people. They have <laughs> parties at their house, like, once a month, and they're, like, mm-hmm. big parties, like, on Friday, we were driving through our neighborhood, and they full-on have, like, a DJ booth. Oh, my God. In their front yard. Wow. I'm like, 
Guys, I'm sure you have a backyard. Yeah, also, I don't know. don't have a big party during COVID. <laughs> no, not right now. I don't know if there's a party going on. There's usually one house across the street that has mm-hmm. people over like once a month or like sometimes even like every weekend mm-hmm. for a while they were doing that, um, even during COVID, but it hasn't happened in a while. But sometimes there's just like people outside like messing with cars uh. or like in their garage and the garage is open and their music is just blasting. Uh. Which, I mean, we practice in this room that I'm in. But we took the time to, like, put up fucking old rugs and curtains and all these things yes. to try to dampen the sound as much as possible. So Yeah. I try to be considerate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they also don't think, like, I bet my neighbor is doing a podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Anyway. Yes. Fun stuff. Okay. Let's well, get to this. I will start with episode 11. So, the title is, Is There Such a Thing as a Proper Breakup? Kyung Joon tells a curious Jaewon details about Uno's life, then invites him to a gathering at her home later that night. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, episode 11 starts with the producers interviewing Jaewon's old classmate, who is now a psychiatrist. That guy, I feel like we kind of glossed over him last mm-hmm. episode. But how he, like, calls his wife and is like, I love you so much. And she's just like, just come home, you asshole. You drunk idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does not seem like someone I would want to hang out with. No, he doesn't seem like a healthy friend to have. <laughs> no, but I do kind of agree with his advice, maybe. He says, uh, so they ask about, like, healthy breakups and how you should break up with someone. Mm-hmm. And he says that you have to have a healthy breakup in order to have healthy relationships in the future. Because, like, if you don't have a clean breakup with someone, it's going to, like, emotionally scar you. And you'll keep thinking about the old relationship and kind of bring that bad Mm -hmm. energy or whatever into your new relationship. Um, But, like, most people don't have healthy communication skills, so I'm sure that's why there are so many bad relationships in the world. Yeah. Uh, So this leads to debate between the other participants, but basically no one agrees on how to break up with someone, because it's, like, personal and oftentimes shitty. Mm -hmm. So then we're back with Jaewon, and he is still shocked to learn that Sona is Kyung Joon's friend, Uno. And that she may have a boyfriend, question mark. Uh, Jaewon asks Kyung Joon about her, but he tries to play it off like he's interested in the backstory of why Kyung Joon punched their client. Mm-hmm. Actually, like, that's smooth. Smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Kyung Joon spills all the tea about Uno's past, which is actually kind of nuts. Uh, we'll get into this in the next episode, but essentially... Mm-hmm. She lost her job, she lost her partner, and she just went MIA for, like, three months. Mm -hmm. And no one knows where she went. Yeah, no one knows where she went, and, um, like, him and Rini, like, actually went to, like, the place where she was supposed to be working. They, like, almost reported her missing. And I also think, like, why didn't you? Yeah. Like. Seriously. I guess maybe she had to have called them at some point to say, like, I'm alive, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) crazy. Um, 
Da, 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 da. So, he also reveals that Uno lives with Kangon and that they are just friends. And he's also like, hey, Jaewon, come to our barbecue party camping thing on the rooftop and you can meet Uno and talk about business. Because I think he's like, I think Kang Jun is like still pushing for them to hire her. And even their like marketing team or whatever was like, no, she seems good. Like, I think we should hire yeah. her. But Jaewon is obviously, obviously doesn't want to hire her because, you know, of their past. But mm-hmm. anyway. But he's also very interested in her past. Yes. So <laughs> he's like, okay, maybe. Meanwhile, Kyung Jun has also bought Rennie a super nice dresser or nightstand or something uh, that he lies and says he got it for free. And I'm like, I, I don't have great feelings about our little baby couple Mm-mm. after this episode. Um, Uno also tells Rennie, like, separately, not while Kyung Jun is there. Um, she tells Vinny not to get married until she 100% trusts someone. Obviously, Uno is still mm-hmm. scarred from her terrible experience. And Rini reveals that she has no intentions of getting married at all, even though she loves Kyung Jun, which is totally fine. But her friends are shocked, and Kangon especially questions how the relationship will progress, if they've never talked about marriage, because I think the friends were like, oh, but then they're like, does uh, Kyung Jun know about this? And she's like, no, we never talked about it. And then it's like, well, he might assume y'all are going to get married at some point. Yeah. If you've never said, like, I don't want to get married. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because, like, that is kind of the status quo in, especially, I think, in, like, Korean society. Mm-hmm. I think less people are getting married now, like, how everyone is all over the world, but yeah, traditionally, after you've dated someone, you get married. So, and he he definitely seems like he would be more the type to be interested in getting married. Yes, and taking things to like the next quote unquote level. Yes, because even though he is like friends with all these people, like they were kind of saying, like he's comes from decent amount of money because they're like, why he's. <laughs> He's wealthy. Oh, that's kind of how they start talking about it. Because they're like, are we ever going to, like, get out of this, like, poverty? (laughs) Um, Where we have to go to the park to work out. Um, Which I love those, like, free little park. Those are fun. Exercise machines, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they're like, well, once you marry Kyung Jun, like, you'll have money because he has money. And that's when that comes up. Um... But anyway, I'm curious about this little relationship yeah. and the fact I have a feeling that's going to come up later. Yeah. Also, I feel like him buying her things but pretending he got it for free or that it was like heavily discounted is also going to come up because mm-hmm. he obviously wants to take care of her, but she does not maybe want to be taken care of. <laughs> yeah. In that way. Okay, I'm worried about them. So, uh, we also see Uno going to do a marketing pitch for a potential client. The meeting goes well, and we can see Uno seems to be good at what she does and maybe has more confidence now. Because I think in um, at some point they say, like, yeah, she used to be, like, really quiet and very, like, put together. 
mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but ever since she came back from her <laughs> disappearance, she's been a little bit more forward. And, like, Kongwen says, like, violent. <laughs> um, so, she sees a room of people there for interviews and tells them to be themselves and to cheer up. And I think we maybe get, like, a mini flashback mm-hmm. of her, um, like, being interviewed for the job she yes. didn't get. Or she's, like, she's like waiting yes. with everyone else all nervous. Yeah, and we see the real Yoon Sona. Mm-hmm. Sitting next to her, a little sneak peek. Mm-hmm. So then we see the friends start their little barbecue party, and Kongun gets his or tells his friends about the promise rings that Uno's wearing as a necklace. So this is while like Uno isn't there, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Guys, guess what?" <laughs> uh, oh, because they also mention um, her ex. Oh, they, they saw yeah, her yeah. ex or whatever, and Kongun is like. She still has the promise rings. Yeah. And everyone thinks that they're from him. Yeah. Or they're like, where are they from? They can't be from him, but where, who else would they be from? Yeah. They're like, she's still she's still in love with him? What's happening? Yeah. And he's like, she's been crying a lot. <laughs> is she dating someone? Yeah. Uh, they're as curious about her as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Then we also get a funny scene of Kangong going through all of Jaewon's liquor. <laughs> that he bought from Kyungjun, and he's like, guys, this bottle of alcohol is like $3,000, and I bought all of the alcohol for $100, <laughs> and they're like all pissed off at him, but I'm like, god damn, I guess they do have a lot of money, like, Jaewon mm-hmm. has like fucking $10,000 worth of alcohol in his apartment. Jesus Christ. I mean, that was just like very rough math, but... Yeah. He had a lot. And alcohol's <laughs> all yicky tasting. I wouldn't spend that much money on alcohol. Yeah, it'll, I mean... It all tastes like butt. <laughs> I'd rather um, have, I don't know, a Big Red. <laughs> oh my god. So this is a total sidebar. Um, so Alex, a few nights ago, really wanted Sonic... And I was like, I don't like Sonic, and they have terrible service. Like, they always take for fucking <laughs> yeah, ever. And he was like, no, like, please, let's just go. And I was like, okay, but you have to buy me tater tots and a cherry limeade. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, fine. And I told him, if they take a long time, like, you have to be mentally prepared that I'm going to be grumpy. Because I it was already kind of late. For mm-hmm. us, anyway, it was already, like, 8.30, um, and I was like, it's all, it's too late, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm getting old, <laughs> but, um, and so he was like, no, it'll be fine, I'll use the app, and then they'll just bring our food out to us, and I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Long story short, they take for fucking ever, we are at Sonic for an hour, Oh my God. Alex has to go up and knock on the little house thing <laughs> or whatever, like the little office mm-hmm. slash kitchen, and is like, um, please cancel our order. <laughs> oh my God. And they, then they hand the order to him then, because apparently our food was just in there. No one was just bring- sitting there. Yes. It was just like a nightmare. But the funny thing is, um, it was just like a hot mess. But then I get home and I like 
drink my cherry limeade, and it's big red. And I was like, this is not what I was thinking. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. You take a sip of something, and it's totally different. Yeah. And I was like, nope, nope. It was Diet Big Red. <laughs> and, yeah. and so then I throw it out, because, like, I'm not a huge fan of Big Red. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. And they put a lime in it. Like, they were just like, here's a red drink and a lime. What the fuck? Because <laughs> I was like, I wanted a cherry limeade, not a fucking diet Christ. big red with lime. It was just, it was, at that point, it was just funny. Um, but yeah. It's so weird. I know. Yeah. Andrew and I have gone there to just get tots, because that's literally all I can eat from there. Yeah. Tots and, like, a slush. Uh-huh. And it's taken, like, 30 to 40 minutes. I'm like... How? Yeah. How the fuck? So I've pretty much given up on Sonic. I had two. Like, Alex and I swore off Sonic, but apparently there is a Sonic in San Marcos, close to where he works, and that Sonic is great. So he, Hmm. like, thought Sonic got better. I was like, no, the Sonic by our house Mm -hmm. is run by teenagers, and they're awful. Yeah, the Sonic by our house, too. I mean, they might be great people, but... They, they don't know how to run a business. <laughs> exactly. But they're children. So, uh, anyway. Uh, alcohol. So, <laughs> Uno feels bad. <laughs> Again, when Kim Jun starts talking about how Jaewon became an alcoholic after meeting the camera thief. Because they're like, where'd they get all this alcohol? And he's like, actually, I stole it from my cousin. <laughs> um, and then, of course, everyone... Starts talking shit about the camera thief again. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaewon arrives and Uno quietly freaks out because Kyungjin didn't tell anyone Jaewon was coming. Because, I mean, they're all pretty chill people, so. Yeah. It shouldn't have been a big deal. Um, so yeah, Uno's like freaking out and like trying to cover her face. But Jaewon plays it off like he doesn't know her, except he also shakes her hand for a very long time and keeps staring at her. Which, if I was her friend, I'd be like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is, what's going on? This um, is awkward. Yeah. Kim Jin points out that Jaewon finally took off his wedding ring, and Jaewon pointedly says that he threw it out after he realized everything about the camera thief was fake. Mm-mm-mm. hmm End of episode. (laughs) All right, let's just hop into 12 then. Yes. Because it just basically continues. Mm -hmm. Um, 12 is called, That's How I Became Yoon Sona. Uh, Synopsis is, In the past, romantic betrayal and professional setbacks led Uno to try out a life as Sona and meet Jaewon. She regrets it all now. Dang. (laughs) All right. So the episode starts with Jaewon and the gang on the rooftop. Kyungjun embarrasses Jaewon by calling him an alcoholic again. And this naturally leads to the camera thief. And Uno is, like, watching them make fun of him. And watching Kyungjun, like, pick on him about being an alcoholic. And you can't drink this, even mm-hmm. though Kangwon is trying to offer him something. Yeah. And it's just, like, embarrassing for Jaewon. Like, again, he's not fucking crazy. Yes. And he may have a little bit of an alcohol problem, but (laughs) he seems to, like, mostly have his life together. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of this is caused by him not being able to have closure with her. 
Oh, yeah. So it's just, like, shitty for her to be sitting there pretending like she's never met him before. Mm-hmm. Um, but the group starts to give their opinions and advice to Jaywan, and they ask Uno what she thinks, or Jaywan asks Uno what she thinks of the camera thief, and then they have, like, an awkward mini fight when she points out that he's very open sharing his love life, and he's like, well, yeah, and you, on the other hand, seem to keep a lot of secrets. <laughs> and again, if I was the friend, if I was Rini, I'd be like, what? How do you know? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. Do y'all know each other? <laughs> it's just so weird. Uh-huh. Like, a weird conversation for two people that have apparently, supposedly, never met before to be having right now. Yeah. Very Pretty strange. Intense. <laughs> also, Congo, and, like, he's he seems to be, like, totally on Jaywan's side mm-hmm. immediately. And they're all like, he's so cool. <laughs> yes. I mean, he is cool, though. Yeah. Totally cool. Uh, but yeah, they're, um, like, not looking out for their friend. No. <laughs> I think they're, I think Kangwon is just mostly fascinated with this new dude who's just, like, pretty awesome. He seems to have, like, a lot of uh, crushes on, yes. on cool men. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, so Kyungjun tries to break the tension by asking Uno about her necklace with the rings. Mm-hmm. And Uno freaks out and tells her friends that she'll be keeping her love life private from now on. And if she's ever dating anyone again, they're not going to know about it. Weird. And she storms <laughs> off inside. Yeah, like, again, these are the people that are closest to you. And you live with one of them. Right. <laughs> You're never going to tell them, like, about... That don't, that don't make no sense, girl. No. And she's... Also, Kyungjun, I'm like, why would you pick out, like, a very personal thing that she hasn't shared with you guys as a thing yeah. to break tension in front of your cousin, who, again, is supposedly a stranger. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, I think Kyungjun is just, like, kind of goofy and doesn't really know how to have normal conversations. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, so Jaywon ends up going into the apartment after her, and he uses the excuse about going over the marketing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he shows Uno her profile, and he explains that this is why he came to the party, and she is just basically like, well, I can't work with you. And he's like, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then he asks her to explain everything, like why she lied, and why she returned the cameras, and she just stays quiet. And then Jaywan gets pissed off, of course. Mm-hmm. And he says Sona would have at least spoken up. And she wouldn't have been a coward or a liar. And that that was just never like her at all. Mm-hmm. That was not her personality. So this is just, like, fucked up for him. Yeah. And he's like, I'm fucking out of here. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then she's, like, left alone crying. I'm like, girl, stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so frustrating. Mm-hmm. She is and so again, frustrating. Again, if this is what you wanted, if you don't want to be in a relationship with this person, you decided you didn't want to be in a relationship with them, like, long ago, mm-hmm. then okay, fine. That's that's your decision. Mm-hmm. But then don't, like, cry about it. Yeah. When you can obviously do something. Like, if you do, in fact, want to be with him... You could easily do something and be yes. with him. It's just, it's so confusing. I don't understand what she wants. Yeah, or just tell him, like, I'm sorry, I don't love you. Please leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I, I lied. I That was a bad decision. I was going through some shit. 
but this is the real me, and I think we should, like, move on. And then Mm -hmm. he'd be like, well, fuck, okay, but at least... Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then it does seem like she's still in love Oh, yeah, with him, no, she, she's like she totally is. Jumping in the river for rings and shit. Yeah. And like, like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely think she's it's, still in love. It's very him. frustrating. Yes, very. I can't imagine being in his position. No. Honestly, he's handling it semi-well. Like, I would have given up on her a long time ago, but I'm <laughs> Absolutely. not a very, like, um, romantic person. <laughs> So, I would just been like, well, fuck. I think a lot of people would have given up. That's true. <laughs> or Jaywan is very intense and passionate. Mm-hmm. Um, the party ends pretty abruptly after that, mm-hmm. for some reason. Like, it wasn't much of a party. No. Yeah. Um, and then Uno gets really drunk, and she drinks the entire super expensive bottle. Uh-huh. And Kangon is like... Oh no, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, cool. No. <laughs> and then she's not there anymore. Uh-huh. He like goes into her room. She's not there. He has no clue where she's at. She's apparently packed a suitcase and she's on her way to the bus. And she has a weird brief run-in with Son Young, mm-hmm. who is also extremely drunk, stumbling. Yeah. And she is trying to get to uh Uno's house, which mm-hmm. is where Kongwon is at. Um and they have like a conversation to each other, and Son Young is like, you are in love with him. Uh-huh. And Uno's like, gross, no. Yeah, and then she's Don't. like, he's not gross. <laughs> and then she hits her on the head. Uh-huh. <laughs> so ridiculous. Such a weird scene of yeah. two, like, stumbling, pretty drunk girls. <laughs> and they both just look really sleepy, honestly. Yeah. And then Uno's like, you're too drunk, you won't find my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so then Uno rides the bus and she's crying and then we get a flashback as to what happened in her past. Finally, Mm -hmm. she moved to Busan and she walked in on her fiance with a new partner in matching pajamas. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) What the fuck? Uh, and the guy's all shitty. He's like, I thought you knew I didn't like you anymore. I know. I thought you knew. So fucked up. I tried to show you how annoying I thought you were, and you were so boring and ordinary, and I thought you figured it out. Like, what? <laughs> like, even if you were kind of a shithead, you sh- you have to tell her. <laughs> yeah, not, I thought you could tell I hated you. <laughs> yeah, so fucked up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, she walks in on them, she, she witnesses shit, they have this sad conversation. Mm-hmm. And then she threw away her cell phone since she didn't want to deal with reality. Uh-huh. And so she never got the message that her new job offer was um, rescinded. And Sucks. I know. And so she doesn't have a phone. She shows up to her new job ready to start over, basically. Uh-huh. And then she sees the woman named Sona. She met at her interview. And the management is explaining to Sona... Explaining that Sona was different and had interesting answers. And basically what happened is someone was moving, Mm -hmm. so they were going to hire two people. Mm -hmm. But that person ended up not leaving, Mm -hmm. and so they only needed one. And so they were going to give the job to Uno and Sona, the real Sona. Uh But then when they only had one position, they gave it to Sona. Because she was And they were telling... (laughs) Yeah. They were telling her that... Although her answers were really good, Sona was very different and interesting, and she really, like, 
caught their attention. Mm-hmm. And then we get like a flashback of the interview. Mm-hmm. And Sona's like talking about dancing and they play music and she's just dancing around the interview room. I'm yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I would immediately hate that person yeah. if I was Uno. Like, this bitch, this is not the time or place yeah. to be like fucking dancing around the room. That's a personality I can't get behind. <laughs> Yeah, Ugh, too I would, much. Yeah, that that's a little too much for me. She did seem really nice though when she like yes. brought coffee and was like, "I'm I'm ready." But yeah, I was if I was cuz I I'm more of a Uno type. I think mm-hmm. most people probably are. Yeah, definitely. And so I would be like, "Fuck, like how are you supposed to follow Compete with that?" Yeah, that's ridiculous. Anyway. Yeah. But they like her, so that's good. <laughs> I do love her hair. Yes. I give her that. She's got great wavy curly hair. For sure. Um, so Uno is like fucked at this point. Yes. She lost her partner. She lost her job. She doesn't know where to go. She doesn't know what to do. Everyone's calling Everyone her ordinary. She's ordinary yeah. and boring. <laughs> um, and so Uno wanders around and she rides the bus all the way to Yang Yang. I guess. Yang? I thought they were on an island, but I guess they weren't. Oh, okay. They're just at the... On the coast, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, and she eventually meets Bin and Arada, um, and they give her food, and she notices they have a sign-up um, for applications or for job interviews or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she asks if she can work there. And they agree, and they ask what her name is, and she's like, do I have to tell you? And they're like, no, but can you give us a name? Yeah. Why should we call <laughs> and- you? <laughs> Yeah, and then she picks the name Yoon Sona. Ah. Because she did not want to be ordinary anymore. Mm-hmm. And then back in present day, Uno wakes up in the morning and finds herself in Jaywan's apartment while he's making breakfast. Yeah. And then the episode ends. And then we have interviews with Uno and Sonyang, and they both reveal that they weren't happy with the way they ended things with their exes. And Uno explains that she fully intended to meet Jaywon that night um, when they agreed to and at the place. Mm-hmm. But she chickened out once she saw him. So she lied to him, hoping he would hate her and move on. And Son Young explains that she always pushed her exes, especially uh, Kangon, because she just wanted confirmation that he actually loved her. And she opens up and says she knows it's not the right way to go about asking for love, but it's the only way she knows how. Yeah, that one made me kind of sad. Because mm-hmm. I was like, what happened to Sonyoung where she's that fucked up? Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, you don't, you shouldn't be mean to people. No, yeah. <laughs> just to just to get confirmation, like. For sure. Um, I Yeah, I was like, does that mean she just wants people to be like, hey, stop it, I love you, even though you're crazy? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what she wants, definitely. And that doesn't seem at all like Kongwon style. He's just, he's quiet. Yeah. And reserved and is like, this is fucking stupid. Like, Yeah. Ugh. He seems like the type to just like shut down almost. Mm-hmm, instead mm-hmm. of like. Like I'm just, I'm not going to fight with this person. I'm not going to deal with it. That's how I am. <laughs> I mean, I don't fight with a lot of people, but uh, I'm all, if I am presented with that option, I will just be like, boo. 
<laughs> like power down. Power I'm off. Not, I'm not engaging. <laughs> so funny. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know how Uno ended up in Jaywan's apartment. I don't know either. I don't know how she found out where he lives. I wonder yeah. if he like if I wonder if he got pissed off and like went out somewhere and he like finds her. Maybe. Or it didn't seem like he would be going out again cuz I if I'm not mistaken he was like taking a shower and kind of thinking oh, about everything that's that right. happened. So it seemed like he was, like, home for the night. He was like, fuck this day. That's true. I forgot about I that. I personally would not be going out at that hour after showering. <laughs> In for the night. Yeah. Gonna turn on Dateline. <laughs> fuck everyone else. Today was shitty. Uh, I think it's so funny that they're like, we have to get Ji Chang Wook in a shower. Like, every fucking drama he's in, we have to show off that body. <laughs> oh. Maybe um, since she knew his real name. She was able to find him somehow. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Um, I had a prediction, but I don't remember what it was now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, I oh I know what it was. I was thinking that maybe Kangon like goes through Uno's things. Well, mm. they're, they're like, where the fuck she go again? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he finds the pictures. Ah, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But. I could totally see that. I don't know. We'll and see. then he finds, they find the surfboard. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, um, Kyungjun is like, hey, J1 has that same one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ridiculous. Jesus. Getting all surfboards. It's just so crazy, like, how close to each other they've been this whole time. I know. And fucked up how, like, she knew. Yes. (laughs) (sighs) So frustrating. And I will say that I, um, this is my hot take, I don't think that backstory was enough to warrant her being embarrassed. No. And being like, I can't reveal who I really am. Like <laughs> it still it still doesn't make any sense to me, quite honestly. Yeah, but I feel like ugh, there has to be another level because I don't. I'm like, did you commit fraud? Like, what? What did you do that was so terrible? Yeah. Again, it at this point it just seems like she, you know, was going through a disappeared very tough time. Was like, I need a minute. She couldn't. She couldn't face her friends. Yeah. Which again, yeah, that's like. It sucks, and that's really embarrassing, and, like, I would hate to have to be like, yeah, I thought my life was great, and Mm -hmm. everything went to fuck, to shit, to hell, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now I have nothing. Um, but also, her friends have been there for her forever, so, like, Mm -hmm. at this point, they say, like, they're more, like, siblings than friends, and so, again, like, she just needed some time for herself to, like... Mm-hmm. regroup and then she met and, Jaywon and isn't it just so exciting to come back after being gone for three months and everyone's like where were you and I was like you're like well I hated everything and everyone and then I went to the beach and I had a fucking grease moment with this guy yeah. and I'm never gonna see him again yeah. <laughs> you know like I don't know that's that's kind of exciting and an interesting story to tell people. Yes, and then you have another Grease moment where you realize you're really yeah. close to the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then y'all just bust out in song. Yes, I love it. 
I just, so far, I, I just don't understand the lying at all. I don't either. The, the need to lie. But uh, I guess it kind of makes sense if she was, like, super buttoned up and, like, this is totally not her normal personality. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't think that she should have told someone. She either should have mm-hmm. told Jaywon. Well, really, she should have told everyone. But either she should have confronted Jaywon and been like, "Hey, so this isn't my real name. I yeah. was going through shit. Blah 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 blah." Or she should have done that and then, or like, just kept up the ruse. And then told her friends, like, so, I did something kind of fucked, and I had a grease moment at the beach, but I gave him a fake name. <laughs> but also, like, that personality is in there somewhere. Yeah. You know, like, you can't just fake being that lively. Yeah. I certainly can't. Oh, <laughs> like, no. You know, like, she has that personality, and maybe it doesn't come out all the time and with everyone, but maybe Jaywon helped to bring it out of her even more, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, it's not like she was inebriated the entire time she was on the fucking beach. And, like, was, like, drugged out of her life and drunk every day or something. Like, Yeah, and, I mean, honestly, like, I don't think, like, that's not Jaywon's normal personality either. No, yeah. So, again, um, like you said, it's like beach. That's what I was talking about. Beach personality. <laughs> beach personality is a vacation personality. Yeah. Making surfboards and doing it on a camper. like <laughs> Rolling in the grass. Not, that's not normal behavior that people do every single day. Like. Yeah. I don't know. She's weird. <sighs> yeah. She's, she's an unusual one. For sure. I'm very excited to see how she ends up in his apartment, though. Yes. I have a feeling that this next episode is going to start with her, like, showing up somehow. Yeah. It's going to give us that story. Hopefully. I also mm. want to see uh, Kangon reuniting with Minho police officer. <laughs> police officer Minho. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because I just love how, like, excited he is around cool people. <laughs> Yeah. So. He's silly. Yeah. I also think it was funny how, like, earlier in the series, they wanted to fight each other, but after the whole camera thief story came out, he's like, oh, fuck, that sucks. Like, I'm on your <laughs> side now. Shitty. Uh-huh. Shitty. Yeah. All right. Well, do we have any fashion? I do not. Yeah, I just said that the real Suona looked pretty cool. Like, I, mm-hmm. I've i been liking that kind of, like, baggy suit look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her, like, hair. I liked the color of her suit. Yeah. Um, where everyone's just, like, in the black, black and white suits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she definitely stood out. Sidebar. I, so I went to a new person to do my hair, and I really liked her. Um... But she was kind of, like, I think her specialty is coloring. Mm. And I told her, like, I kind of wanted to give my hair a break. Because, like, you know, the ends of my hair are dead from the bleach Mm -hmm. that I did, like, two years ago. But, like, maybe for my 30th birthday, I wanted to do something, like, fun. But, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if my job, how much my job will allow. So I've been thinking of doing kind of, like, not, like, almost like an under- like, a hidden hair color, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. underneath. 
I've done that before. And, like, it, most of the time you can't see it, right? Like, you have to kind of, like, yeah. pull your hair back. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm thinking of doing. I know this is a year from now, but I'm already, like, should think I... Think ahead. Should I just, like, go a somewhat natural color, but, like... So, like, blonde or red? Or should I just, mm-hmm. like, do a fun, like, blue, but hidden? I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I did um, a hot pink mm-hmm. underneath before. I loved it. That's cool. I miss it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, yeah, so I loved her, like, little streaks of, like, white blonde, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's got great hair. Oh, yeah. So curly. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, you know, normal people. I also love how J1 shows up looking, like, all bougie. <laughs> In a coat, and everyone's just like... It's like, am I overdressed? Yeah, looking all frumpy. And then I also did kind of feel embarrassed. This is not fashion related. Um, but when they were like doing their their little friend chants before they, like, oh yeah, and uh, what's her face? Una was like, Ugh. <laughs> not wanting to do it in front of J one. Um, yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> Kate, hmm. do we have an "I love you"? Uh. I don't. <laughs> no. This episode wasn't very romantic. It was mostly sad yeah. and awkward. Yeah. I guess, like, the biggest I love you moment could be Reni and Kyungjun going to find her. Yes. Oh, I also liked, uh, what's the, like, surfboard and ramen shop couple. Oh, yeah. They were cute. They are cute. Mm-hmm. And I think she was the one, like, Rara or Lala, Rara. Like, sent her over the edge by being like, most people, most people pick ramen, it's fine. It's ordinary. Yeah. It's what ordinary people pick. And then she's like, ugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'm picking the noodles from Hong Kong, which looked amazing. Yeah, they looked really good. I love noodles. A lot. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, dang, girl. Um, she's hungry. Yeah. But I love how they were like, do we hire her? Yes. No. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Cute. Um, but yeah, that was, that was it. <sighs> well, next week we'll be focusing on 13 and 14. Yeah. Very close to the end here, guys. I know. So, so make sure excited. you're watching. And following the pod. Mm-hmm. And give us a review on iTunes, please. Mm-hmm. Five stars. Mm-hmm. And vote in the upcoming polls. Please, please, please. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye.